Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone. It's the Build-Up Show. It's the FA Cup third round. Yay! <laughs> um, Aston Villa, Villa Park, Friday night. Um... Chris Page just joins me in the studio for this one. He does. Sam Walker and Ben Kelly at home. Um, we'll be talking to them about about this in a moment. But <laughs> Chris, are you having the sort of Nam style flashbacks yes. to the Carabao Cup game last season? Because I'm having, I'm having that in a very very big way. What I mean, I, I can't see it being that again. Like the result could be, hey, it could be. But I mean, I can't. It's not going to be. I mean, for a start. Neil Critchley isn't at the club anymore. Um, the thing is, like, Kelleher's going to be one of the first people out of the tunnel, and then, and I'm going to be like, oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely. There is that. There is that feeling of that. Is that I don't look. Liverpool are going to go. Will will definitely go stronger than we did in that game. We'll oh, yeah. Go stronger than we did in the Shrewsbury replay. We can't as well. go to another continent the next day. Um, and there's no winter break, so you know <laughs> it, it. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, there is. The, I can't help but have that kind of feeling, and the, and the awkward si- position we're in with this now, because we've talked a lot about the value of the FA Cup. We've talked a lot about the congested fixtures and how you know I, 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 we thought Klopp would just go, not this season. I mean, you know, not any season as teams, but particularly not this season. But we've dropped points in our last three league games. We've just lost our last game. In normal circumstance, you'd be able to go. Well, look, you're losing the FA Cup when you rotated. Whatever, it's not. It's not linked to all the stuff around it. Regardless of what team Liverpool put out, Liverpool could literally put a team of under 18s out, mm. but it will be linked in psychologically with the fans and with the outside world to the three results that have preceded it. So it does add more pressure on this game than we, I think, Jurgen Klopp would have liked. Yeah, maybe um, one more games, four games of disappointing results is a crisis. In these modern times, but then you've got the perfect times. bounce back game, haven't you? In Manchester United, if mm. you are in a in a mini crisis, or it doesn't matter which way you spin it for me. Yeah. If you lose, you've got a perfect bounce back game. If you haven't, great momentum going into the Man United game. Yeah. I, I I don't know where Liverpool like how Liverpool are going to line up in this game. I, I, you know, throw up a load of players' names and see where they land. Kind of that's kind of what Klopp did last time. Oh, actually, I think mm. Henderson landed at centre half. Unfortunately, <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> But what I do think, and I'm going to come out from an Aston Villa point of view and let the lads talk about the Liverpool point of view a little bit, because it's been 
bubbling away on, on my mind there is that Aston Villa have a great season mm-hmm. and it's a hard season and we know that the fixture congestion and everything else yeah they don't have the European football actually we don't know whether Liverpool are going to be having European football in February at the moment do we <laughs> yeah. uh, I hope so like but you know do Aston Villa look at this competition and go we've got a really great chance of getting European football here is an FA Cup run exactly what we need? Or are Aston Villa rotating in this game for yeah. that? Yeah. Or are Aston Villa going hard because they think they've got a chance at winning the cup? Like I think I think I think they lay on the side of the first one, to be honest. I think they go, look, let's put all our eggs in the league baskets here because I, I more money for finishing higher up the league um, than you probably get for the FA Cup. Yeah, it's a trophy, I understand that. But the likelihood of them winning the FA Cup is still quite low. Uh, it's it's only the third round, as we mentioned already. Whereas the league, you know, we're nearly halfway through the league season now and they're, they're there thereabouts yeah. and they can do something really great for them in the league this season it, so I think they probably prioritise the league well it might it might fall into our favour really Sam that you know Aston Villa's upcoming games obviously they've just had Man United prior to this which was a big opportunity missed on it from everyone's perspective really obviously then us, there's, we play, they play us Friday night they've then got Spurs at home midweek on the Wednesday they've got Everton at home at, the, at that weekend and then they finally got the rearranged Man City game as well you know they're three massive fixtures for them looming on the horizon and that's one thing that I think I agree because I think that does play into our hands in some regard is that if the Villa have got their well no, it's, it's not going to define their season necessarily because I think there will be ups and downs more it could, it could define it their could. season that, you know, that, 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 those three results could be the difference between Champions League football and not Champions League football for Villa this season yeah 100% and I think what we've got to look at is this period now for the likes of Villa and Southampton, who are going to be playing quite a lot of games back to back. When that this period of time stops at the end of January, beginning of February, that's when it ramps up for all the Europa League and Champions League teams. So they've got to stay in the mix as much as they can until then. And then hopefully things open up for them. I think the big difference with the likes of Villa and us, well, maybe us, not us at the moment because of our injuries, is... Villa are two players away from not being that great a side. They're a good football team. They've got some good players, but they're a Jack Grealish away from being alone, actually, away from being not that great a team. They're a Jack Grealish and an Ollie Watkins is running away from being losing, you know, four out of five games. And I think that's where they've got to be careful. Um, obviously, Barkley's injured for them in the moment as well. You know, they had, they had a few go off the other day in, in the game against, I think someone went off injured against United. They haven't really got loads in defence and cover for Mings, as we saw when he when he didn't play um, before the Man United game. I think they've got to be really careful about what they do. The only thing that gets me is that Dean Smith said the other day, you know, he doesn't believe in this rotation. He just wants to power on and power on. The players are willing to do it, so that kind of almost leads me to think actually he might just go again with having a week off. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a, that's an interesting thing, isn't it, Ben? And it, it's a bit it's a bit Liverpool thirteen fourteen. You know, I think there's a couple of teams who are in that kind of boat who might you might find that they do just keep going because what's almost what's the point of rotating because they they haven't got masses to rotate to anyway. And 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 Dean Smith might see that you know again he might see the FA Cup as an as a as, as an opportunity because we just because it's a mad season. And you just don't know what you're getting, and you know, as kind of Sam and Chris are kind of saying as well, to some extent, you know, there's bigger, there's bigger things on the horizon. It does you might find that Man City's eyes are not on the, the FA Cup in the same way this time around, or you might find that the bigger teams do get pulled in the in the in the European direction more than the domestic trophy uh, direction. 
Yeah, and uh, you know, from Manchester City's perspective as well, obviously it's um, shaping up to be a very tight title race at the moment. So that's you know undoubtedly something they'll have one eye on. The Champions League for Man City as well. They're still yet to win that under Guardiola. You know, all this stuff is isn't a secret. Or anyone. Um, but for, well, yeah. But from from Villa's perspective, Sorry. you talk about getting into the. You talk about getting into European football. The FA Cup is a path into European football. You know, if they go and win that cup, it depends how high they want to shoot. I mean, you know, if they really think they can get top four, best of luck to them. I don't think that's going to be quite the way it works out for them this season. But, you know, they're certainly capable of getting into the top seven if they're going to go for Europa League place. And then, you know, in which case the FA Cup is a trophy and you get that same result. So, you know, it's it's not a bad idea. There's, a, there's an opportunity here for the non for the non European side. You're right. I think to to, to capitalise again. I mentioned the 13-14 Liverpool thing, where you, you you can steal. Just no one's quite been able to do that this season. Or they, they have like like Southampton are in touch are, are right up there. Wolves are in are, are in the mix as well, and obviously Aston Villa. So th- this might be what that looks like this season. But you know the, we'll, we'll guess that in the fullness of time. Uh, one interesting note, Chris. Um, we've conceded 13 goals in our last three games at Villa. Park. Wow, that's a lot, isn't it? That's a lot. That's a lot of goals. Um, yeah, we've played. We've played a lot. Of, we've seen a Is lot it like of penalty Smith? decisions. Did the average out? Are we going to concede none this time? Yeah, the penalty score. decisions even out, uh, average out anymore. We, look, we mentioned. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, they do. But people are now saying about VAR, aren't they? VAR decisions have level out as the season goes. Like, fuck, just got, just don't have it then, because like, if, if if we're saying it leveled out without it, then it, yeah, whatever. Um, the it was a point that we made that was made. Uh, when the draw was made, that there was an opportunity for a little bit of revenge. But there is that. There, I, I wonder whether there's a little bit of that that goes into the mindset and does the fact that coupled with the bit of poor form that we're in, and the fact that you know you play, we do need to play players into fitness, and we'll talk about them in the, in, in the second half. But there's a, there's lads that need to be played into form. And also, there is a little bit of a thing where there's a couple of lads who will be who will have taken the defeat to Villa in the league personally. That you might go, you might look into the whites of a couple of the lads' eyes and go, "I wouldn't be playing you normally, but I can see that you really want to go and batter these." Yeah, I mean, one of those lads that I'd have playing certainly is Mo Salah, mm-hmm. and it was something we were talking about last night during comms uh, when we were when we were doing the last game is against Southampton is that. You know, maybe Salah in the nine might not be a bad option for this one and try and get him a goal and try and get him feeling like he's back apart and, and playing well and stuff like that because I don't think his performance his last couple of weeks, like with a lot of players, to be fair, haven't quite been up there and stuff. So, But then there are those lads like your Minaminos, your Shaqiris, your Alex Oxley-Chamberlain's, your Thiago's that, you know, are they going to be ready for this? Do you want to give them a two-week break when it almost it feels like they're in a pre-season at the moment? Um, so maybe we're expecting some players to start. Is it going to be a complete completely changed back line because all of those lads probably need a bit of a rest. Um, I mean, I'm talking Henderson, Fabinho, Trent and Robbo at this point, by the way, and, and maybe you're seeing the likes of Nat Phillips and Reese Williams and stuff like that. I don't know. It's going to be. It's going to be a very. I think, regardless, it's going to be a very mixed mash team. Yeah, well, that's the thing is because you've got the lads who need minutes versus rhythm arguments because you're right because that it's so awkward it's such an awkward way that it's fallen because of the gap like I, you know again two weeks ago we were looking at it going 
uh, Sam, it was great. You know, oh, great that we've got a little bit of uh, less congested fixtures coming up. That felt like Liverpool would be ready to hit the stride at that point, but it hasn't been that way. We've been crap since having basically a week off from Crystal Palace. We scored all of our goals, and then we've not been able to score basically score goals, score goals since. So there is that little fear. We we know if there's one thing we. I say no, it's probably hard, but we we the general feeling is Liverpool do better when they're actually just in the rhythm of playing regular football matches. When the fixture list gets a bit disjointed, we do struggle to to find form. So that's it's it's just it being so close to Monday is shit, and then it being so far away from Man United. We should be talking about this as a positive thing, but I do I can't help but feel that it's a little bit. It doesn't necessarily help us weirdly. Yeah, uh, definitely, and I think what the difference between us. And other teams is when we've got a long break off, I don't feel like we plan for a specific game. So, for instance, we're going to have a long time off between Villa and Man United. I don't think we'll plan for that game in particular. We'll just work on on what we work on. But other teams do the opposite to us. So every time we have a break, it seems as though someone's coming in with this like massive game plan to be able to take points off. And it seems to work a lot. So I agree. Liverpool just playing back-to-back games when we've got the squad to do so is what we need. I think for this game, there's some lads in there who need a rest. The back four need a rest, as in, like you just said, the back four from Southampton and probably Genie Wijnaldum. You'd maybe look after Mane because he's our best player at the moment. But the likes of Thiago, he needs to play. Oxley chamberlain needs to play. Salah needs a goal. You know, Minamino needs minutes. Shaqiri, Ox, there's some good quality players there. It's just getting that yeah. balance right, isn't it? But there's no reason yeah. why all those lads who we've just mentioned, can't be on the bench and we can't bring them on if we need them or can't freshen up for the last 30 minutes because they've got nine days till the next match. Yeah, 100%. Do you know what's annoying me at the moment, right, and this is way off topic, is that like it feels like all the managers are in a Slack group together or a Discord or something, <laughs> right, and they've all got separate little chats. So you've got the, like, the fucking low blocks with the blueprints getting shared around for Liverpool. You've got the counter-attacking sides with with, the, with their blueprints getting sent around and you've got the possession sides like Southampton. They're all sending blueprints around and discussing them and, and like, oh, yeah, well, I can use that. And maybe Don't forget the refs, Chris. Don't forget the refs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are fucking slack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they're just passing blindfolds around at this point. Um, yeah, right, we're going to talk about the lads that, that, that need the games and we'll try to construct an 11 um, after the break. Uh, we've got a trivia question to keep over really before then. the advert I know I've remembered it wow yeah my, my form <laughs> first time this poor, year my form's been as poor as Liverpool has in the last three games uh, for this but yeah um, here's one for you how many Smiths have managed against Liverpool mm, yeah come back with the answer in a moment there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, do check out the 50 moments of the greatest greatest moments of the year can clap here. I've nailed that. Uh, on the RevenTV.com now, uh, it is a two-part mini-series and it's guaranteed to put a smile on your face because there's definitely been more upbeat moments and so many moments that didn't make it which might add to frustration but yeah if you, if you need a little bit of a, a, a an uplifting uh, hour or two in your life then go and watch that over on the website right now um, the trivia question was how many Smiths have managed against Liverpool Chris do you want to take a stab well uh, let's go through them okay Jim yes Dean yes Walter yes uh, 14 <laughs> <laughs> Sam, how many do you think? There'll be Four. loads in like the there'll be Four. fucking tons in like the nineteen hundreds yeah. to nineteen fifties. There's oh, gonna be tons certainly. there and Fair. then none for twenty years. Uh, well, I, I know there's at least one, but other than that, I couldn't name you any others. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go actually I'm gonna change mine to twenty eight. Okay, so the answer the uh, Dean Smith is the eleventh Smith? Oh, I was close to my first one. To manage against Liverpool football, but you, I've not actually looked at. I could, I could click through on LFC history to find these out. To be fair, but names like Percy Smith um, and Norman Smith does make me feel like you probably. Don't. In fact, Percy Smith. Let's find out who Percy Smith was. He was the Berry and Tottenham manager. Um, at the same in, time, that's some going. In ninety, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's just the. It was a different game back then, but he was also playing left half as yeah. well. Um, and he was a fighter pilot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He tested yeah, so, munitions as well. Uh, in that this before um, football started in nineteen ninety two as well, mate. You know, yeah, football yeah. started in ninety two. Come on, Paul. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, he played. Uh, he played in the in the era. Um, pre-Premier League in 1927 he was uh, managing Berry, and in 1934 he was managing Tottenham Hotspur so yeah there you go um, yeah, I didn't expect anyone to get that right other than by pure luck um, right Sars um, Ben Kelly hello who needs 90 minutes in this game uh, Thiago and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain um, at the very least, um, maybe Minamino, but I don't, I don't know if it's as key in terms of fitness if he gets 90 mm-hmm. minutes. Um, and I'd give Salah as long as you can. And for me, you know, we, t- we can talk about rest, and Jurgen Klopp talks about rest a lot and the gaps between games. Liverpool, let's not, let's not, let's make no mistake, Liverpool have had it quite kind over this Christmas period compared to other teams who are about to play two games in three days or two games in two days. Liverpool haven't really had to do any of that. Liverpool played Palace. And then they had a week's break and to, to, to West Brom. Then there was a couple of days gap to Newcastle. And then they had four or five days rest to last night. So Liverpool haven't had the demanding schedule that, that other teams have. I mean, you know, Everton, Man City, we're going to have to play Boxing Day and then the 28th. So it's, you know, and, and then that was called off. But, you know, on the principle, Everton fans were quite happy that that, that ended up being postponed. Liverpool... For me, the most important thing now is, is just trying to build some momentum going into Man United. Um, you know, I, I think the fullbacks probably could do with a rest. I think Alexander Arnold needs a bit of a needs a bit of a gap in the team. But you know, for me, a lot of the big, I, I'd play the front three. I, I don't see why not. Like personally, I think I think they I think they've had enough of a rest now. For me, this is about match sharpness. Um, yeah. You know. 
and the, and the other rest that we had, by the way, was the Midland game in December, which was some reason he decided not to rotate the entire team, um, and and got Jota, you know, potentially injured, and you know, for a couple of months. So, so I, I can't quite understand if you know if we're we've we've had the opportunities to rest. Not all of them have been utilised. For me, this is a game that you use to try and get some match sharpness and try and build some momentum into Man United, which is going to be the biggest game of the season so far next week. Yeah, yeah. That, then can I? The ninety things difficult because I think that I can think of loads of players that need sixty, seventy, eighty. Yeah, ninety <laughs> makes that a different question for me. Obviously, like, uh, yeah. I think Kurt Jones probably needs ninety because he's had a. A week off already, mm-hmm. you know, and if you want him uh, to be able to do something, I think, and, and it's a good way of securing some. I think a lot of the players that you're rotating in probably can't go the 90. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether James Milner can go the full 90. Yeah. I don't know whether Tacky can, I think Tacky probably can. I don't know whether Ox can go. Let's rephrase the full who 90. needs to start in that regard then more. Who needs to, who needs a, the, the long, a long chunk run of, of time rather Shikari, than being a 20 minute Shakiri, Minamino. Kurt Jones, I'm, Alex Oxley Chamberlain, Thiago, yeah. Nico Williams, Reese yeah. Williams, yeah. Nat Phillips, yeah. James Milner. Yeah, so I've got it without, without, yeah, I think there's a couple, because I think, yeah, I think the definite's there. You've got Thiago, Ox, Minamino, Milner, Shakarigi, Nico, Curtis, and then I think you can make the case for Reese Williams. And the, so I don't see the, the, I, 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 the only player I didn't mention there was a Rigi, because I don't think he does, because he's just not getting used. Well, this is the thing, though, <laughs> is that, yeah, it, it's whether, it's whether what do we want to do with Divakari? Because we're already in a situation there where, without, without naming the centre of sorry, is that Thiago, Ox, Minamino, Milner, Shakiri. Nico Kets. You don't there's like there's almost eight or nine players that you're getting to there without even you know, that's that's a that's a mass change side without even considering the fact that as we've mentioned there, it's then nine days until Manchester United. So if you then give Salah, Firmino, Mane off, that's actually we're coming up on 14, 15 days yeah. since they last played a game of a game. That of doesn't that doesn't change the fact that they still need the minutes, does it? It no. just means you've got to balance that really well. The one thing that's worth that's of interest on this that I think there's been talked about, um, Sam, is that the Burnley game was was originally scheduled for us on the thirteenth of January, so we were supposed to play Burnley next week. Um, which has been moved to the back end of the month instead. So I think originally the planning would have been to put a heavily to rotate completely for this game, and then you go strong in Burnley because the league's more important than the FA Cup. But I think going back to the point at the top, and now can't really see how we don't put a. There'll be a couple of lads in there, but it, it could be a very similar situation to Southampton, really, where you you got you almost go with the same team again with maybe one or two slight tweaks, like so, like Nico will come in for Trent or something. Yeah, yeah, we all know why that was changed, don't we? <laughs> but anyway, um, I think there's, a, there's 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 some physical needs as well. Like I think Fabinho physically probably would need a rest. He, he could play, but I think he physically has played a lot of football this season in a different position. But mentally, there's a lot of lads on that pitch who just look a bit drained. You now look at Trent. We, we've already said Nico will probably stop. He just looks mentally drained. He just looks like he almost needed pulling out the firing line. For, for the next league match if it wasn't Man United just he just needs to be just given a foot off I me mean, he gave the ball away more times than he's ever done in his career yesterday so I think 
I think the, there's a mental and physical need here. Like I think for Minamino, we haven't seen him since he scored against Palace. And he had a, he had a decent yeah. game. He, he was he was he was everywhere. Like why? So he needs for his own mental sort of sharpness as well to play. So there's that balance of yeah, we need to go again and just win the game or give Villa as much hell as we can and so on and so forth. But then there's the there's the protecting some players for Man United because we can't lose Fabinho, and there's also the mentally refreshing players for Man United. Like in a funny way, before we had this. This sort of discussion today, I was kind of more on Salah needs to be taken out the fire and Salah needs dropping. I think Mane looks sharp and ready to go again. Uh, but I actually feel like Salah needs taken out the team. He, he, since he's since the last few games, since Palace, he's been awful. So I almost feel like you could take Salah out, put him on the bench again and give him a kick up his backside. Or mm-hmm. uh, he just needs that break. So so there's that real fine balance of who need, who's mentally drained and who's physically drained and who just needs minutes. And... We may well just see the same team go again, but I wouldn't be surprised if we all get it wrong and we see some really weird hybrid team, which is kind of taking all those factors into consideration. Yeah, I think there's there's one or two. I think I I, I, I don't see any major issue Ben with saying Minamino starts instead of Firmino, say you know for, for for the sake of argument. I don't think or or we do similar to what kind of what what Sam's alluding to. They do what we did against Palace. So yeah, start start Salah on the bench. And start Mane on the right, Minamino on the left, Firmino through the middle or whatever. And that way you are you are rotating just enough, but you're also you're not again you're not leaving your entire front three cold. And then Salah comes in for half an hour at the end, just so he's he's still ticking over and he's got a bit of fire in his belly as well. It's it's a might a really really awkward one because as I say, I think in in any normal set of circumstances, and if that Benningham hasn't been moved, I, I think it's it is you're looking at you, this team is picked solely on. Who who is who's on the fringe? All of your fringe senior lads play. Then Nico definitely plays. Kelleher definitely plays. And then you've got you make your numbers up with one or two of your senior lads. But yeah, I I wonder whether it's almost the opposite this time, where it's it's just one. We're only going to get one or two of those. The big issue we've got is you might yeah Fabinho might need to come out. And do you want to play Henderson again? Because he probably could do with actually having a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a you know a rest or whatever, but you run the risk of undermining your entire side if you put Nat Phillips and Reese Williams and Nico Williams in as three of you and the and Kelleher in who's been great, but you know that's and then what Rob Robertson comes out for Milner, you change your entire back five or put a good four, six or whatever in front. You might totally you might have totally fucked what you're doing and wasted. Yeah, it's, it's a balancing act, isn't it? On. Um, I, I, to be honest, I think Fabinho plays. I think I think he's just. I think I just don't think you can not have him there at the moment. I think, and I, I, you know, I know I understand that you're running the risk with injury, um, and you know, he really is sort of the last line of 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 anything that we can put back there at the moment. But you know, I think I think needs must. I think it comes down to the players as well. You know, Jurgen Klopp's comments last night were interesting about you know it was the first time in a long time, if ever, that he's really sort of. Not hung the players out to dry, but he's you know in the in the eyes of the media has sort of put pl- blame on the players for the performance and outwardly said that he's not happy with the way the players played. So yeah. he'll be demanding a response, and that that might affect the team that we see on Friday. The players, you know, I've talked, you know, I've already said about you know the rest that they've already had and stuff. If the players, you know, they they should be they should be mentally here, be raring to go. They should be, you know, they, I want to I want to play again. You know, I, you know, it, it, if I know. In you know, in, in things that I do, if I make a mistake in my job or you know at university or whatever, the first thing that I want to do is do it again. 
you know, yeah. and, and 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 have another go. And, and you know, I feel like that's that's probably where the players are at the moment, particularly the likes of Jordan Henderson and Milner, you know, who know that last night wasn't good enough. You know, yeah. you know, they they'll want to get back out on the pitch and they'll they'll want to have another go. So the players, the players, the more senior players should be ready for this. There's one more thing about the defence, Chris, because again, we talk about ro- the rotation side of things. With no matter, any, like, you know, likely uh, before the end of the month at the very earliest, <clears throat> still no sign that a, a, another centre-back's being brought in. Is Jordan Henderson and Fabinho our centre-back partnership for Man United? And I if that's so. the case, is it actually not a good idea to yeah. just get them playing another game? Ma- of I, I'll, give you, I'll give you the side that I would pick, mm-hmm. and, the, and I'll give you some reasonings before for it as well. I'd probably go Alisson in goal, to be honest with you. I don't see there's any point in putting Keller in in this game. Um, I'd put Nico Williams in because I want to hook Trent. I want him to have a little bit of proper break and you know try and get that form back into him and, and, and so have him sort of chomping at the bit for Manchester United. I'd play Fabinho and Henderson together because they need... If we're going against Manchester United and they're the partnership, they need to play together, exactly what you're saying there. I'd play James Milner because he needs minutes. I play Thiago for sixty because I want him. I want him getting involved in the game. I want him ready for Manchester United. But I give him sixty, seventy max. That's it. Then have his nine days. I play Kurt Jones the full ninety. I play Alex Oxley Chamberlain the full ninety. Get him back up to speed. And I play Shakiri, Salah, and probably Minamino as the front three with Salah leading the line because Shakiri. I'm sound with. He needs minutes. Minamino, he's not far away from match fitness. He can probably play a full 90 minutes. And Salah want to get him some form. I'm okay with Mane having a little bit of a break. He's, he's firing on all cylinders. I'm not. We're not in danger of him losing match fitness for not playing in 14 days, is what I'm trying to say. Bobby Firmino, exactly the same. Needs a rest, those two. Salah needs something else. Yeah. He needs a rest as well, but he need Salah, Salah needs goals yeah. more than he needs a rest. Yeah. That's he could the side do with that actually just being made the main man for the game yeah. and just playing him a bit more Torres-like. You know, a bit more Owen like and just say, <clears throat> yeah, your job is to go and score the goal. You're the main, you're the main man in that regard. <clears throat> the only issue for me is again is around the back four, and I just wonder whether because we've said Nico, but I think Milner comes in, and the question is if you put if you bring in Milner in because you could easily go Nico Williams right back and Milner left back, and then you've rested your fullbacks for for two different reasons: Robertson just to keep him fresh, and Trent for all all the reasons already discussed. But is there a benefit? What do you want? Again, with one eye on Manchester United, because for me, if if Henderson, Fabinho are our starting centre-back partnership for Manchester United, then I, I wonder whether there's a case where we only swap one of the full-backs, and the only way I'd maybe be, I'd either be putting Milner in at right-back, or do and the only way I I would be taking Robertson out is if 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 Shimakas has been in training this week, which I don't think I don't know that he has, and I'd be saying maybe we give Shimakas a run out because again, there's a benefit to to doing that. I do worry a little bit for. Milner left back, Nico right back, and then Henderson and Fabinho in the middle because it's another mad situation that we're throwing a Bergen and centre back partnership into. But it's again, it's I mean, Ben, it's it's just a it's a crazy game in a, in a crazy run. There's so many added additional factors to this that would that that, that change the conversation that we normally have on this time of year. Yeah, and it doesn't help that once again it feels like we've been done over by the draw a little bit. It feels like you know in the third round every year we end up with a tough. You know we've had we've had Everton the last couple of years. We've had Wolves away on a Monday night. We've Villa away on a Friday night. It's just the last thing that Klopp would have wanted out of this. You know you just you know, these are the these are the days where you want Shrewsbury and Plymouth. You know at home and you can you, these decisions are made a little bit more simple, but they're not. Yeah. 
Um, so you know we've got to, we've got to, we've got to go for it. We've got to face it. I would I would like to see us try and win it. And I think you know I don't, I don't think Klopp ever you know actively wants to lose these games. I think you know he puts out the players that he thinks needs minute or minutes or thinks deserves a chance. If he goes through, then great. But you know I think on the flip side, he's he's not too disheartened if we go out. But I think this is more than that now. I, I think I think we need to win a game before we go and win. You know before we go and play Man United. I think we need to get through this cup game. I think we need to be in the draw on Sunday night. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I think I think we need to try, try and need to be in the draw. I think we need. I think we just need. As I say, it's that phrase. I think we just need to try and build a little bit of momentum for ourselves going because it's you know it can't be understated now how big of a game that is next week. I, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm just. I'm genuinely not asked for the FA Cup, and you know it's different when you win it, Sam. And and, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to look if Liverpool get through, fine, and they continue to get through. Like I, I wanted us to beat Chelsea last season. You know, because we got to the point where it was Chelsea, and then you're you're closing in on it. Now, obviously, with the gift of hindsight, I'm glad Liverpool didn't have to go even deeper in, into the season because imagine how how fucked we'd be for injuries if we'd had another you know, week or two on on top of what we were doing. But the um, I I but I don't know where I stand on it right now because I don't re I'm not really asked for us going through, but because of the because of the circumstances leading up to it. I also I just think it's so important for Liverpool to actually just win this game for the confidence, for the feel good factor, for the form, for all of those for all of those things. It it's added far more weight to this fixture than I think probably Jürgen would like it to be fair. Yeah, Ben's absolutely spot on. By the way, been been shafted on the draw, and I think cups are won on the draw. By the way, without getting too bitter and talking about our rivals, but it it shows, doesn't it? Though when when you get a good draw um, at a difficult time of the season, it makes it a lot easier to go through. When you get a difficult draw at a difficult time of the season, it makes it a lot more difficult to go through. Um, but th- this sort of feels a little bit like Chelsea away last season in the cup, which didn't actually um, end well for us. But we'd lost the two games previous to that, Atletico and Watford, and it was a big game for us. And, and we, we ended up losing that game as well. Now, bear in mind, we were so far ahead in the league that we had that to look forward to. But it was, it, this does feel a bit different. This does feel like we've got a point to prove. And I think this season is a different type of season. And I think Klopp will also be aware that. There's nothing guaranteed this year. You know, we don't know what's going to happen in the Champions League. If we're going to play the Champions League, if we're going to win this next tie, the league's crazy. So maybe he just thinks, well, I wouldn't mind staying around the FA Cup a bit longer or going a bit harder at it than I usually would because it may come a world where the FA Cup becomes our most realistic trophy. Should we get through? So it's a real, it's a real difficult one. But this sort of also pushes me to if to, to depend on how much Klopp takes it seriously is. Do we try something different in this game that we might do moving forward? Because let's be honest, lads, what we've been doing the last few weeks has been shite. So there may well be a world where he actually goes and tries a new system with an extra attacker on the field or a much more attacking midfield, like a number 10 on the pitch, and actually do something different to see if it works. So this game could be a lot of different things. There was a a point when the draw was made, Chris, and and, and we were deep in the mire of our injury crisis and I was very much of the opinion that any additional football needed fucking off and we needed to get up where we can survive until the Christmas period and it starts to ease off if we get there we're made And but what's happened now is we've got all these lads back and they actually for the first time in ages we actually probably the, the fourth round's weirdly sandwiched it's like the, the, we play Burnley on the Thursday, and then it's it's the weekend that follows is the is the fourth round is the fourth round dates. So we'd probably end up on a Sunday if we got through this. So it's a couple of days. It's a it's a Europa League sort of turnaround. Then you've got two games to follow in week with Tottenham, and then I, I forget who's the game. West Ham, I think it is after, at the weekend after that. 
there's two, there's a part of me now it's just kind of like for the defence in some regards we could do with less games because you know but also well they need more games to get used to each other and now there's a ton of lads you could just do with playing footy so in that regard I actually and also because they've been a bit crap fuck them just get them out there and make them go again until they start winning lots of games of football so yeah mentally I find I myself swinging towards it I conversations with you a month yeah. ago and I was very much the other side of it whereas like you know we, we, we might find ourselves in a position where we want those games yeah. and it's turned out that we are because, but, but for different reasons than what I thought back then the reasons now are we need these games to get people fit yeah. and if we're going to continue to get players back you know Joe Matip could come back around the fourth round and he might need a game yeah. you know what I mean and all, the, all of a sudden you're throwing Joe Matip into Premier League straight after a six week yeah. injury or whatever Whatever. Well, so, have a new centre-half who needs to get up to speed. Honestly, you can because we're managing pre-season for lads during a, a, a really, really constrained season, yeah. as is. So it's just, as Sam said, it's just fuck this year. It's just different. Yeah, fuck it, though. No fear. Do the game of football. Liverpool are good, and we've got finally got loads of good players to choose from, albeit no centre-halves. Um, score predictions. Sam Walker, what do you think? 2-2, two, two, extra time. We win 3-2. Does it go to extra time? Yeah. Might no replays. Changed it. No replays. No, all right. There's no replays. I, know, I, I don't know it yet. I meant I think, does it go straight to penalties? No, no. That's just the Carabao Cup. It'll be extra time. Okay. It'll be like the Super Cup. All okay, oh, right. Sounds, okay. Yeah, that sounds about. That sounds about. That sounds like <laughs> par for the course when we're juggling the balance between too many minutes, minutes or not. It's yeah. as well as many minutes on the clock as possible. Yeah, uh, yeah he's right. That, that sounds right. Um, ben, um, I'll go with. I don't think we're going to keep a clean sheet, so I'll go with two-one. Yes. One all at 90. Two all at 120. <laughs> Liverpool win on pens. Yes, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I think Liverpool are going to win. I think they're going to win 2-1 in this one. I think it's going to be a bit ugly. Um, but it'd be nice. it would, wouldn't it be fucking lovely if we just smacked them everywhere like I like the idea of like a bit of brinksmanship on this way you know, it's the FA Cup the team's going to go weak and, well, maybe we'll put a weak inside maybe we'll put a weak inside out and both teams just come out full strength and then I'll put, yeah, just absolutely win Millen yeah let's go back to like Dibba Kariki getting snogged on Valentine's Day kind of Liverpool away perform just a Villa Park here for this one I, I definitely want to live for that um, right yes let, let us know what 11 you would go with in the comment section under Underneath. Let us know what your score prediction would be as well. Um, yes, that's been wonderful, gents. Thank you so much for joining us for that one. Uh, don't forget, you can still get uh, Redmen TV 10th anniversary merchandise. We kind of let that slip a little bit off the radar while we've been going through Christmas and COVID and lockdown and all that. But you can look as good as Mr. Chris Pajak does right there. Maybe even better. Who knows? Um, the Redmen uh, anniversary merch is available on the store right now. Uh, yeah, do go and check it out, and that'd be wonderful if you did that. Other than that, we'll be back with a watch along uh, for this game Friday night. So do tune in on the YouTube channel, and we'll see you there. Ta-da. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.